0: Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at GoBlueRaiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stock Still Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters.
1: let right From the Kennan Sports Hall of Fame here on the MTSU campus tonight, Chip Walters along with the head coach and Good to see you, Coach.
2: You too, Chip. How you doing, my man?
1: Doing okay, doing okay. We're uh, back playing football again this week, which is, uh, you know, there have been with the starting and stopping with, uh, you know, really had no bad reason for us to stop, but just the way the schedule fell, playing two games uh, during the month of of, of September. But uh, the home opener coming up on Saturday as the Blue Raiders take on the Troy Trojans for the first of two games that they will play uh... between uh... the two this week or this year be in november down uh... in troy alabama Kind of get folks up to date we'll get into the army game a little bit in our next segment but uh... since uh... the trip to new york uh... your guys came back and back in school back in practice what has been uh, – how did you pick things up once you got back from the trip?
2: Well, we got back Saturday night uh, from Army, and then we met Sunday. Uh, if we would have played a game this past weekend, we'd have practiced, obviously. But uh, we we just met, watched a film, uh, critiqued everything there on Sunday, and then Monday's their day off, and then we practiced – Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday straight through and then Sunday we got rain lightning out rained out lightning now where we just met and then yesterday was their day off and we had a good practice here today so we've practiced every day I guess except for um, you know a couple four days there the Sunday Monday after the game and then uh, this past Sunday Monday uh, because of, you know, the rain and lightning there on Sunday and then Monday being their day off.
1: Well, obviously, uh, during all of this, one of the big questions continues to be, you know, how's the health of your team? How did they come through all the testing with the road trips? And you're continuing to test even though uh, – did you, how much did you test during the open week?
2: Uh, twice. We, okay. Well, yeah, we, we tested Sunday when we got back from Army, and that was a, a really good test. And then we tested – thursday i think it was wednesday or thursday of last week and and then that was a a good result on on those tests and then sunday started the three days a week uh we so we went sunday this past sunday and then we went uh today tuesday we went today and then we'll have another one friday morning or thursday thursday or friday
1: yeah and uh and 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 your guys have have just i mean they probably pivot on these things better than we as older adults do
2: yeah you know they've uh you know they're, they've they I, i'm proud of them they've really handled this uh in a very positive way as positive as you can be because uh it's it's disrupted their whole life you know that they don't they don't go to school hardly anymore everything's online or remote there's a couple classes that they have but not many and you know they can't hang out with their friends like they used to and and everything socially so that's been a big adjustment to them and then just you know when they're here you know lifting weights and practicing in meetings just how you know different it's been you know but they've adjusted well to it and they've handled it well uh, they continue to keep it, keep each other safe and uh, really proud of how they're how they're handling it right now
1: you know with with such you know little social interaction as they <clears throat> are asked to not have uh, you know s- small groups you know the all of that as you mentioned so much of school is online i mean this has been a couple of months ago i was talking to kyle turnham who works with me on on basketball and he said you know he goes i think there will be a point where our student athletes our football players our basketball players you know a lot of times there's that grind where you oh i got to go to practice he goes he goes i think there's going to be hey i get to go to practice today and there's a level of excitement and 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 juice along with that
2: yeah yeah i think you're right and i think you know kyle was right you know and probably for football it was you know back in august you know when it because it looked like nothing was going to happen there happened for a while and you know there was so much doubt and so many questions and everything and then Finally, it it happened where you know they got to go, and you know now basketball is starting to get cranked up here pretty soon, and you know Rick, you know Ensel, his his girls, they're getting they're getting started along with Nick and everybody. So uh, I, I just think it's a it's a an outlet, so to speak, almost for for athletes that you know, this is the one thing that they love that they get to do. You know, they love hanging out with their friends, but they can't do that. You know, so there's so many things that they're not allowed to do, they can't do, uh, and the one thing they can do that they love is is playing ball.
1: And, you know, for fans, this weekend could be that outlet as well. Oh, yeah. The weather's going to be unbelievable on campus uh, here in Middle Tennessee. And, you know, with the return to Floyd Stadium, you know, obviously we all have in everything we do in life now, we have social distancing. So, you know, they've put a lot of work into the plan to have as many people in the stands as they, as the university is comfortable with in the city, in the county, in the state as well. So 20% or somewhere around 7,000, uh, including students. I know they put some single-game tickets on sale today that sold out which I think that's a great sign that they may have some more uh, as the week goes along. But I hope people treat this, and, and you know, yeah, there are restrictions on, you know, what you can do from a tailgating standpoint and, and what you can do once you get into your seat. But I hope people use this as their outlet. Hey, let's get the fresh air, you know, cheer on these yeah. guys, come out. And, 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 and kind of the same thing, get out here and, and be part of your community.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't have any question any reservation any doubt that you know people fans you know will approach it that way that you know because they're you know home with their kids and their kids are so limited in what they can do high school kids or elementary kids the same thing that they're you know so confined and here's a chance to to get out in the air to see a game uh, support your team support these players you know and and be involved in something that that you're passionate about as well and, uh, as, as a fan. And so uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for, you know, our fans and our students and, you know, everybody to, you know, almost, uh, you know, to release some, not anger, but to release some frustration that, Hey, I get the, I feel normal a little bit, you know, outside, I'm watching a a sporting event.
1: Yeah. Get to go to the game. So (laughs) what has been your, your take, uh, you know, we, we went through all of the summer and then you got to August and you were still – everybody was still saying, okay, let's let's get and play a game. And now you've gone through a cycle of that. Do you feel like we're on a good path, good plan to see this thing through?
2: I think so. But, you know, the, the thing, Chip, you got to – you know, and I, I constantly remind these players every day. I mean, you can't relax. You can't, you know, think that, hey, we were – you know 110 or 150 staff coaches everybody 150 out of 150 you can't ever say we got it licked and it's got to be a a daily constant you know reminder and and a almost an obligation to each other that you're going to do the right thing so as soon as you slip up as soon as you relax you know it could you could have a setback and you know some guys get positive and all that so uh we, we're, we're doing a great job. We've got to continue to do a great job and you know, you know, keep the blinders on, so to speak, that you, know, you, you don't lose your focus, you don't lose your attention to detail uh, on keeping your mask on and you know, the distancing part and all the things that we're supposed to do.
1: University put out, uh, they put out a social media marketing campaign. You mentioned keeping your mask on. And, and Fans, when you come to the game this weekend, you're going to be asked to wear your mask from your car to the gate, and once you get into your seat, continue to wear your mask. Uh, For folks who are out there listening and watching that went to school here on this campus, uh, there's a, a student mar- student-based student marketing campaign. They said, hey, wear your mask. It's easier than finding your way out of Peck Hall, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, which is, uh, it, I swear, it's a building you can go in one door, go up the stairs, come back down, same stairs, and you come out a different door. It's, it's just one of those anomalies. But we are here for the hour. We hope that you'll join us. So you can uh, send us in a question or a comment if you'd like. Radio at GoBlueRaiders.com is our email address. And uh, whether you're listening or watching, wherever you may be tonight, uh, along our network of stations across the Mid-State or on our uh, video uh, sources and video platforms wherever you may be around the world. We'd love to hear from you tonight at radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. The, B- the Blue Raiders are at home this weekend to take on Troy, but we'll dive in and uh, recap the Army game when we return after this as you listen to Rick Stocks Live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
3: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word.
6: Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into to Rick to Live tonight from the Kennan Sports Hall of Fame. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's local newspaper. Subscriptions to the Murfreesboro Post are just $20 a year. For 52 issues, visit online at murfreesboropost.com today. Again, we're coming to you from the... Emmett and Rose Kennan Hall of Fame here uh, on the MTSU campus. Glad to have you with us tonight, and Coach. The Blue Raiders open Labor Day weekend. Went to Army, and it's our first real chance we've had to to look at it. And it was a game of opportunities that you were that we, as we talked on the post game that day, kind of handed things over with the turnovers, and then you know there was a big missed opportunity to score, and with so few chances. In a game like that, it really magnifies itself, doesn't it? Try that. Try that now.
2: Yeah, we, uh, we we didn't start out, you know, very good, obviously. You know, we we turned the ball over there on the, the first possession. And, you know, you can't do that. And I said it, you know, all week. And uh, you're going to be limited possessions anyway when you play a team like Army. So uh, when you turn the ball over, it's, you know, just it's magnified that much more. And uh you know so we just we didn't play very good offensively and uh you know we we turned the ball over and you know we we didn't get any explosive plays and and really those are you know turnovers and explosion plays are probably two key stats uh of anything that you know determine the outcome of games more than anything and uh you know so we did, we we weren't very good offensively and you know defensively you know yeah we gave up 35 points uh you know they had the the pick 6 you know which not our defense but we put our defense on a short field three times and uh you know it just uh you know I don't think our defense played as bad as what the score indicated I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah. and you know I thought for an opening game the first game uh we tackled you know pretty good you know we didn't have a lot of missed tackles uh you know what they do offensively just stresses stresses you so much and each possession each play you know is 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 critical and uh you know we we just didn't play very good you know offensively and um you know and defensively you know uh, it it just wasn't as bad as what the score indicated
1: yeah the the the, uh the scoring opportunity you had at the end of the first half and one that kind of got away right there very uncharacteristically Because you guys are normally completely buttoned up on on all of that, uh, and I know that had to be frustrating.
2: Yeah, it was, and, and uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'm, uh, when when things go good, you always, you know, give credit. When things go bad, you, you take the blame. And, uh, you know, I could have done a better job and uh, – you know, it just uh, one of those things where you know, not going to make excuses or anything. Just I, I should have done a, could have done a better job. When
1: the ball game opened, middle had the had had the football, and I guess what second play in Jordan Palmer uh, got injured and uh, did not come back. And you know, a center has a whole lot more to do than just snap the football. What did his loss for that for the game mean to you guys? that day?
2: It was tough. That was a tough, tough guy to lose, you know, because uh, one, he's a good player. uh, And then two, his backup is a true freshman. And, uh, you know, so losing Jordan now, you know, you're, you're losing the communication that you have or had up front with your the other four offensive linemen. You know, your snaps are have been consistent with Jordan. You know, now Asher, the quarterback is, you know, the snaps, you know, are a little bit, uh, not as consistent, not at the same velocity. You know, the communication up front with the other offensive linemen was not as good as it needed to be, you know, and, you know, so, you know, he got a couple series and we got him out and tried to settle him down a little bit. And Luke Harris went in, but, you know, Luke's been fighting, a, you know, an injury, uh, you know, since this summer. And, uh, probably all his whole career and uh you know so he was very limited in what he could do so you know losing jordan was a you know critical it did you know i'm not going to sit here and say that uh, that's the reason that we play bad offensively but that contributed to it you know some you know we all have to play better in what we did but uh, losing Jordan that was a that was a big blow to us
1: well besides the center the other guy that touches the ball every play is your quarterback and uh Asher you know had had his moments but also had some frustrations in the game and you played Chase uh later in in the ball game uh kind of evaluate uh, how you thought those two guys played
2: yeah you know obviously Asher you know can play better uh you know needs to play better and uh you know he, he did some he did some good things there uh but overall grade wise he's got to play better you know i thought chase came in and you know did a nice job throwing the ball uh did, got the ball out quick made some nice reads and everything and and did, did a nice job so uh you know both of them were just i mean we only had 45 snaps i think or 44 snaps something like that so you know we didn't have a whole lot of at bats yeah and uh you know, so – but that position's got to play better, you know, for us to have a chance to win, you know, moving forward.
1: Yep. We will uh, talk a little bit more about uh, why he didn't have at-bats, uh, that many at-bats because of the way Army ran their offense. We'll talk some about that in the Blue Raider defense as we continue. Rick Stocks to live tonight as we come to you from the MTSU campus. Glad you're with us here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
9: Take a time out with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Perfect for tailgating or enjoying with your home team, Bunny gives you the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So score big with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory.
10: That's what I said, Bunny Bread.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into Rick Stocks to Live, and Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call 615 867 1000 or online at leecompany.com. Chip Walters back with the head coach as we – our second show of the year of 11, we hope, as we move through this year. And uh, we talked about the offense, and and you you made mention about under the circumstances the defense played pretty well with their back to the wall a couple of times. And uh, we talked going in about the type of offense that Army runs with the option and the cut blocks, things like that. Explain to folks exactly how – Especially in that sense, how that's different in how you're being blocked than under normal circumstances.
2: Well, I think the probably the best way to you know to to describe it, Chip, is every they army threw the ball two times. Uh, everything was they were cutting us every play. Our our sec, our, our, our our defensive line, our. Uh, linebackers our second level and then our secondary guys were getting cut every play so everything was taking place at the line of scrimmage now we're going to play troy troy average throwing the ball over 40 times 41 times a game last year so now those defensive linemen you know or troy's offensive linemen they're going to be setting three four yards off the ball and everything's going to be blocked you know on you know standing at a much up. higher level yeah, yeah. and uh you know, so it's just it's such a, you know, it, it puts so much pressure, you know, on, you know, defensive linemen, linebackers, you know, just from, you know, from a health standpoint that they know every play, you know, 80 snaps, I'm going to get my knee taken out, my ankle cut, you know, and it's just, it puts a lot of stress on a defensive player, you uh, and especially, you know, if you watched the Navy, if you watched Navy play BYU, you know, the next couple of days after us, Navy guys were not near as big as the Army guys were, you know. and I mean, Army had, you know, 280, 300-pound offensive linemen, you know, coming down and cutting you every play. You know, they had a – to the 240 pound back, you know, their fullback was, mm-hmm. you know, a big guy there. So, just the the physical stress that it puts on a defensive player is very challenging.
1: Well, and you know, and you you always hear coaches talk about after they play an option team that you're really sore in a in, oh, yeah. in a way that you're not. But from an injury standpoint, other than soreness, did you lose?
2: Yeah, you know, we we probably lost. Uh, we we you know. We probably have three, four defensive linemen, defensive ends that, you know, are probably going to be out this week because of knees and ankles, uh, you know. And that was part of when we got back, we didn't practice on Sunday. You know, we went Sunday and then they had Monday off. And then the middle of last week we went in shorts because I was just trying to get them – trying to get their health back as much as we could. Yep. Uh,
1: you did – we did see the return of Reed Blankenship in, uh you know, and he seemed to be in on a lot of plays the other day and, and I know he had not practiced a ton, but how was how how did he hold up as far as his wind and, and all that? Because your defense you of the drives that, that Army had, you had they had one that was a nine minute drive and another that was a twelve minute drive, and that's tough on everybody.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I thought he held up from a conditioning standpoint, I thought he was you know, he was good. You know, he I don't. I think if you ask him, you know, he'll tell you my eyes were all over the place, just because he hasn't practiced. He didn't practice very much. Uh, you he know, said
1: it was the most nervous he'd ever been before a college game.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's probably, probably, probably his nervousness. Nervousness was I'm coming off a, you know, a really bad injury. You know, I'm coming off surgery, and I know these guys are coming you know, at my knee, at my leg on every play. Not Nothing illegal, nothing anything, you know, cheap shot, anything like that. Everything is legal. But you know you're going to get cut every play, you know, by somebody coming at you. So I think, you know, not knowing exactly how his leg was going to hold up and then that coupled with the type of offense that we he was playing against, we were playing against. You know, probably added to his anxiety.
1: Yep, understandable. And uh, that one is now in the books. His army wins it by a score 42 to nothing uh, at Mikey Stadium in West Point. We will uh, take a timeout as we're almost at the halfway point of tonight's show. And uh, with a little good luck with technology, Barry McKnight, the voice of the Troy Trojans, will join us right after this. You're listening to Rick Stockstall Live on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield, IMG College.
2: Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This card is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Use it online and in stores. Purchases are automatically deducted from your Ascend checking account, and you can even add the card to your mobile wallet for ultimate convenience. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics.
8: Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into to Rick Stocks to Live tonight from the Kennan Hall of Fame building on the MTSU campus. Glad to have you with us. And time to check in on the Blue Raider hotline, actually the Zoom line tonight. And wish us luck here. Fingers crossed. Barry McKnight, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? How about that? Miracles never cease. <laughs> like a charm. <laughs> this, this sounds great. Uh, how are things down in, in South Alabama right now? Are you getting any of uh, Hurricane Sally right now? Well, yeah, we
11: figure we'll be on with you for about 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, it might happen, Chip, because it is right on the verge of where we are and, and headed this way. The winds we're not worried about. The rain is going to be the issue. But, yeah, we're right on the edge right now. It's going to be a rainy night in Troy.
1: Yep. Uh Barry's one of my longest, uh, uh, longest tenured friends in this business, and, and uh, it's going to be, uh, but we've kind of missed each other the last eight years. Mm-hmm. This used to be one of the great rivalries in, in the Sunbelt Conference, and uh, it has been uh, put on the shelf for just a little bit, but uh, when we make it up, we make it up big because we're going to play twice this year. Looking
11: forward to it. Looking forward to coming up there. Goodness knows, it's been a long time since we've been to Murfreesboro. Back when uh, MTSU was in the Sun Belt Conference, it was one of the it was one of these stops to make in this league and of course we're we're you've got a lot of old friends who remember you well down in Troy and a lot of uh a lot of fans down here remember uh Tony Franklin of course Jeff Beckles and of course Austin Stilvoy uh down here as well it's it, it's it's a meeting of old friends to be sure but also it's a meeting of two pretty proud football programs Jeff
1: and it's two teams that uh did not finish where they wanted to a year ago, and are really uh, striving to get things back in the right direction the way that they're used to having things and And that's what I think uh, will will make uh, you get two hungry football teams this weekend, and I think that's part of what will make it a really good football game,
11: yeah, the the context of it for for us down here in Troy is to try to get a five and seven year. Uh, out of our systems. Last year, injuries were a big problem in Chip Lindsey's first year, particularly on defense, where at, at a significant portion of the time, Troy had uh, two redshirt freshmen and two true freshmen playing in the defensive backfield. Because At, at any one time, uh, there were 22 different defensive starting lineups because of injuries last year, and the defense underperformed. That's also been a proud tradition at Troy. But this year, you know, some of the guys who were out a year ago are back in a year older and, and healthy. Uh, there's a couple of key transfers in here, including an Auburn transfer named Richard Gibunor, who is going to be a real key for Troy at defensive end. And offensively, Chip Lindsay's made his mark at the high school and collegiate level with his innate ability to move the football. And that should not change. There should be there should be some points scored by the Trojans this year. Whether we can do it against Middle Tennessee is still to be seen. And that's one of the reasons why there's so much excitement about the start of the year. Everybody's ready to see it.
1: Well, there are always question marks when you haven't played a game, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and here you are not playing a game until September 19th, which is certainly odd uh, for sure. But you have to do it with a a quarterback you think is pretty good, but he's unproven right now. Gunner Watson, six three sophomore out of Butler, Georgia.
11: He's played um last year in a little bit. He was able to preserve the, the red shirt year last year and um you know, it's his second year. Well, actually, he preserved the redshirt year the year before. He redshirted. So he's been in the system now. He's been with Coach Lindsey. This is his second year, but it's his third year with the program. And he has played some, and he's shown flashes. He's He's got a tremendous um, native intelligence for the game. He's a very smart quarterback. And really, with this offense, basically what he's going to be asked to do is shuffle the ball like so many cards in a deck. To the skill position players. There's a running back named B.J. Smith, who two years ago was the preseason conference offensive player of the year, and he missed last year because of an injury. There's four running backs who could start that are really talented. It's the best running back stable I've seen at Troy in my 18 years here. And there are six or seven wide receivers, the top six or seven pass catchers from a year ago, are all back so if he can take care of the football and if he can identify the open man and get the ball where it's supposed to be he'll do what's what's asked and expected of him
1: you mentioned defensively that uh, troy uncharacteristically gave up yards and points a a year ago what has been uh, done to uh, help shore that up well there's a couple
11: of names that uh, i'm sure you'll call quite a bit on Saturday, at least if, if Troy's doing well, one of those is, is, um, is Chibinor. He's an Auburn transfer from Nigeria. He is a prototype, uh, hybrid linebacker defensive end. We call it a bandit down in Troy, and he can do a lot of different things, anxious to see him get started. Plus there's a couple of junior college guys who have, uh, Come into the mix to add some depth at linebacker and, and almost uh, an entirely new defensive backfield. So that will help. The two names that you're probably going to call, other than Jibunor, on defense, there's a defensive tackle named Will Cholo. He's out of Lawrenceville, Georgia, who's very active and he's put on some weight and some strength. Uh, he's a very athletic defensive tackle. And the middle linebacker is the preseason Sun Belt Conference Defensive Player of the Year. He is five feet nine. He is 216 pounds he's the middle linebacker in division 1 football and he's a former walk on his name is carlton marshall and i've never seen a player like him before you look at him in street clothes and you think he can't he can't do it he's too small he's too slow he's not athletic but all i know chip is that i call his name on defense <laughs> 15 16 times a ball game he's one of those guys that that has a nose for the football and he is absolutely the guy that that leads that Troy defense.
1: He was—he's like that uh, that that uh, defensive lineman that North Texas used to have, the big guy that was uh, like a fire plug. But he was always in on every play. Is—is—is uh, is, is, is he uh, another Demarcus Ware, possibly?
11: Well, you don't want to use that too often because you know, down through special. the years, uh, people people make that comparison, and boy, nobody can live up to that. Demarcus was, you know, a, a Defensive Player of the Year in the league, and of course, you know, is, is a future Hall of Famer. So you, you you like the build, you like the approach. He's a very hard worker. If if he if he is just what his potential says he is this year, he'll be perfectly fine. They they depend on him out of that um, hybrid position to rush the passer for sure that's prime directive number one but also he's going to have to cover a little bit and the and the big issue with him especially against an offense like middles is all of the different sets all the different things they do to try to not get caught up in all the eye candy and all the motion and all of the uh, and, and all of the different things they do offensively pre-snap
1: well the Sunbelt Conference uh, boy they had a day on Saturday didn't they
11: you know, you you and I both, uh, I don't know, battle this perception sometimes. Uh, Conference USA and the Sun Sunbelt Conference sometimes show up at some of these games and are just happy to be here. It's never the case. You know, the anticipation, the expectation at Middle and at Troy and at all the schools here and all the schools in a in your conference, is is to show up and win the game. The expectation is to be successful. And you say that, and people think, you know, you're just being rah-rah and trying to be positive about it.
1: Oh, yeah, they pat you on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah.
11: (laughs) But you look at those games. You know, Arkansas State came from 14 down to beat Kansas State. The other two wins, Coastal Carolina at Kansas and um, Louisiana Lafayette, at Iowa State, those were double digit wins. Chip, those are those are not flukes. Those, no. those were better teams by a significant margin last and, Saturday. And at this level, really at any level Division I football, when we first got in the Sun Belt Conference, there were teams that we knew we could play and not have to play our best and win those games. That's not the case anymore in our league. I don't think that's the case in Conference USA, and I certainly don't think it's going to be the the case on Saturday in Murfreesboro.
1: You know, I think one of the unintended uh, results of what all we've gone through with the COVID and the uh, Power Fives either canceling or delaying their seasons is that people around the country are getting to take a look at the so-called mid-majors, the Conference mm-hmm. USAs, the Sunbelts, and find out that there is really good football being played at that level. Yeah, I, I can name names up there that I've seen at middle that
11: are just solid, really good football players that can play everywhere. I can name a ton that play at Troy. They, they yep. are good football players that find their level at a level like this you know that and and now you know we've got tons of resources they didn't that we didn't have uh, when the last middle was in the league when you come down you'll see a great facility, a great new football only complex the resources are there the interest is there the recruiting uh, um, resources are there as well it is really good football in the Sunbelt Conference really good football in Conference USA and this past Saturday was probably the best collective example we've seen out of that from the Sunbelt Conference maybe in the history of the league
1: all right Barry we appreciate it good uh, can't wait to see you and Jerry on Saturday and uh, and uh, I know it's going to be a great day yeah I look forward to seeing you as well always good to spend some time with you Chip thank you Barry Barry McKnight, the uh, voice of the Troy Trojans. We'll take a timeout and get back with Coach Stock right after this. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
6: Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives.
8: You going to eat the
9: other half of that sandwich?
8: It's all yours. Nice. Chips, too? Sure. Cool. What's up with that Powerball ticket? I didn't win. Can I have it? Why? To enter the Powerball First Millionaire of the Year drawing. I could win a free trip to New York City or New Year's Eve hometown party package. Then no, you can't have it.
4: Fine. Well, I'm keeping the sandwich.
0: Visit TNVIPrewards.com to enter the Powerball First Millionaire of the Year drawing. From the Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun.
11: Please play responsibly.
2: Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU-branded debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? Show your MTSU pride with every purchase. Visit one of Ascend's four Murfreesboro branches for complete details about Ascend's MTSU debit card. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us
10: at ascend.org. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more...
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into to Rick Stocks Live Tonight. Our thanks to Barry McKnight, the voice of the Trojans, for being with us in our last segment. And uh, this gets to be kind of our free-for-all segment with Coach. And uh, uh, we want to start this off uh, with uh, some sad news around uh, Blue Raider football. Uh, since we last played at Army, there have been a couple of uh Really good players and terrific guys who played here in the early 1990s uh, that have, have passed away. Vince Acreage, who uh, was a defensive back uh, and just a, a really tough, hard-nosed guy. Big smile, uh, passed away uh, uh, last week. And also a uh, All-American offensive tackle and a member of the Blue Raider Hall of Fame, Patrick Hicks who came from uh, brewston Hollerock, if I'm correct, up around Paris, Tennessee, and uh, played his football here. He was uh, uh, one of the offensive linemen for Kelly Holcomb. But uh, it just, uh, you know, we, we, we lose folks, and uh, it's it's sad, uh, especially when they're that young, to lose guys who had a, a big part and were part of the building blocks for what's here now.
2: Well, yeah, that's, that's tough, Chip. And, uh, you know, your thoughts and prayers go out to their families and everything because – I mean it's uh mid 90s there that's, that's that's those are young guys and you hate to hate to see their life cut short because of whatever reason but uh no our our thoughts and prayers are definitely with their families
1: Certainly are um the uh, your guys some of you speaking of former guys you've had several who played in uh, in NFL kickoff weekend Shervarius Ward and and uh with the Chiefs and Obviously, uh, Kevin Byard last night with the Titans. They played late in Denver and and pulled out one uh, and got a got a kick made late. Uh, but but Kevin had quite a story here within the last month. Uh, that he uh, not only did we we knew he had talent on the football field, but he uh, had to deliver his own child. <laughs> did, did, did you hear more on that story? All I just heard was that it happened.
2: Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> there's nothing that that k b can't do you know and you know I, i'm just really happy for him and his family and you know he's got a a young daughter and now a young son and you know he's just uh, he's a ter- terrific man uh both on and off the field and uh voted captain by his teammates you know that's he, no surprise and uh just he's uh he's a special person and you know glad to see he got a win last night glad charvarius got a win. There on Thursday night, and, you know, uh, uh, Darius is on the practice squad there. Yep. And, you know, Javante Moffat and, and uh, uh, Tyshawn Render both made practice squads there with the Dolphins and the Browns. And, you know, Richie with the 49ers, they had a tough one. They got beat late. But, you know, uh, our guys are doing a nice job. Chandler
1: still with – is he with the Rams? He, he
2: opted out, okay. you know, this year because of uh, his health issues – Right, that's and, right. He's, he was a and, cancer survivor and, when he was here. And everything. So he, he's here in the Nashville area and, and working out and doing good. But, uh, you know, he'll be back at it uh, with them next year.
1: Yeah. Chandler Brewer, well, He's what a guy. Uh, Barry talked a little bit about uh, the weekend that the, the Sun Belt had. What are your thoughts on when you – that our league, Sun Belt, uh, American, getting – a national platform during the month of September this year, that uh, and, and a lot more people are being exposed to the product. Uh, from what you ha- have seen and, and and hear people talk, and you you're on Twitter and all of that, uh, is that going to be one of the uh, like I mentioned one of the un- unintended results that might come out of all this?
2: Yeah, I think so, Chip. Just because you know, as you can see, there's there's not a whole lot of games each weekend and you know who's ever able to play you know there's a really really strong possibility that you know you're going to be on tv uh you know not 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 espn3 the computer but you know real tv and uh you know so it's giving you know a lot of schools an opportunity to to get on tv uh especially at time slots that are normally for you know the power five guys and uh you know, with the SEC not playing until next week, uh you know, they you know, the month of September and, and you don't know how October and November all that's gonna play out with you know, the Big Ten and what they're deciding to do.
1: They may announce something before we're off the air tonight. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
2: I think they already have so uh but you know, it's uh it's an opportunity for, you know, the group of five schools to, to get on, you know, T V more. Uh, than they've had the opportunity to be in years past.
1: You've had a week off since the Army game and Get Ready for Troy, and there's always going to be some changes in your depth chart. The, uh, I, I counted up the numbers uh, that from the Army depth chart to the two deep that came out yesterday, a total of 24 Changes on the depth chart, 12 on offense, 8 on defense, and 4 on special teams. Is that a product of, of uh, you know, obviously some of it's going to be injuries, some guys earning positions, fitting folks in better spots, things like that?
2: Uh, I think probably probably the bigger thing is is the injuries, just because we've had to move so, so many people around, you know, on special teams. We've had to move people, uh, you know – to, you know, from number three to number two because of some injuries and that sort of thing. So uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, you know, a very fluctuating, revolving door you know, type deal that you're going to have to deal with injuries and you know, positives and all that stuff throughout the course of the year. So hopefully we can uh, we don't have to make that many changes after each game, but I think it's going to be uh you know, I I don't think you're going to sit there and you know have the same lineup each week. Yep,
1: uh, I think you're right. Well, we'll take a quick final timeout, uh, get coach's final thoughts on the upcoming game with Troy, and do that right after this. Couple of minutes away, and we'll be back here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. <laughs>
9: Take a time out with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Perfect for tailgating or enjoying with your home team, Bunny gives you the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So score big with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer
8: the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said.
4: In your city, Tennessee, frowns ruled the streets and boredom could be found everywhere until the hit games rolled into town. Now a whole lot of fun is about to hit from the producers of Once Upon an Instant Game. The good, the fun, and the winner. And the Tennessee Lottery comes. The Hit Games Gang rides again. Fun is coming to your city. Hit instant games only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Welcome back into our final segment with Coach Rick Stockstall tonight as the Blue Raiders get set to take on the Troy Trojans on Saturday. A reminder that if you go online to raiders.com, there is the entire uh, return to Floyd Stadium protocols, uh, when parking lots open, when gates are going to be open. Uh, all of that is in there. You can find it on com. But at uh, 3 o'clock, the game will kick off, and the Blue Raiders and Troy Trojans will meet for the first time since 2012 in the battle for the Palladium. Uh, at least the first of uh, the battles of that will uh, will begin. Uh, and, and your thoughts on, on your team and how you have seen them improve over the last uh two weeks to get ready for this one and your thoughts on troy
2: yeah you know well you know we'll be ready you know and uh our guys have had a good week of practice week and a half and you know they're they're eager they got a good edge uh you know they got a nasty feeling in their stomach right now and uh you know they're anxious to play this game you know troy's a a really really explosive offense uh Like you said, they've got, you know, their top five running back – I mean, top five receivers uh, are back. Uh, You know, one guy's got 77 catches, so they're very explosive. Their running backs, you know, are are really good. They had a 900-yard rusher, and one of their best guys didn't even play last year, and he's back. So uh, it's a very talented, explosive offense. And, you know, defensively, you know, they had their issues last year, and I'm sure, you know – like the guy said that they got some things fixed but uh, it's an athletic defense that runs really well but we've got to play really good offensive football we can't turn it over and we've got to create some explosive plays and we got to score touchdowns and uh you know that, that that's that's a big area we we you know cuz you know Troy can score so we got to score and we got to match him and and we got to play good defense we got to tackle well in space you know, this will be a space game for us defensively. Last week, it was in the, you know, between the hash marks. This game is going to be in space. So, Fifty-three and a third. Yeah. So we got to we got to play really well.
1: What do you what do you, what do you feel like your team needed to improve on the most since uh, in in the past two weeks?
2: One, offensively, we got to you know we got to protect the ball better, and we've you know we we got to get better on third down, and uh, you know we turned it over four times, and. Uh, we weren't very good on third down and we struggled on third down last year. You know, so we gotta be better on third down and, and, and we gotta protect the ball and if we can if we can be better third down, we can stay on the field obviously longer and keep our defense off, uh, give them some rest. So to me two critical areas are third down offense and and then uh you know, protecting the ball and then, you know, defensively, you know, we weren't challenged in the passing game last week. Uh, you will we'll, this week. We'll be definitely be challenged here. So, you know, our corners have got to play well. We got to get some pressure on the quarterback. We can't let him have. You know, we got to get him off his spot, so to speak. And, you know, we gotta we gotta make him uncomfortable.
1: But it'll be nice to play in front of your home fans. Yeah, right? looking
2: forward to it, and uh, you know, just uh, anxious to get out there and hopefully we can get this. You know feeling that we got in our gut right now we can get that out of us
1: yeah and certainly certainly was you guys will uh have you changed anything about your routine for home games this year
2: well you know obviously we don't have a Raider walk and you know our our Saturdays are, are changed Fridays are changed uh compared to what they were last year so there's some subtle changes there but you know uh We'll do the same thing, you know, other than the Raider walk.
1: All right, well, let's kick it off on Saturday. Looking forward to it, Chip. Thank you, bud. All right, for Coach Rick Stockstall, Chip Walter saying thanks to Jake Wallman, who has been our studio producer tonight. Nathan Wallach has been our video producer. He'll join us on Saturday at 1.30 for our Blue Raider tailgate show, and it's all right here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live. Tonight's show was brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.